0: There are sayings about where we live, like, home is where the heart is, or home is not a place, it's a feeling. Hi, I'm Colette, inviting you to share our home. Care Partner Senior Living, independent, assisted, and memory care living in a warm, caring, secure environment. We provide the setting for new relationships and planned social events while assisting in your daily care needs to help you thrive in your new home. Care Partners is the best choice in senior living, delivering quality care at an affordable price. And if you ever run out of funds and need to convert to Medicaid, we will never ask you to move. So if you're looking for a feeling, not just a place, find your new home by visiting one of our 15 vibrant communities throughout Western Washington and Spokane, or go to carepartnersliving.com. Stretch your assets, preserve your estate, and never worry about moving. That's the Care Partners Living Experience. Visit carepartnersliving.com. The following podcast is provided by an approved
1: senior care provider on the Answers for Elders radio network. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders radio. And we are here with a very special hour on this weekend. And the reason why it's a very special hour is because I get to share this hour with somebody that I went to Cortis High School with, and her name is Dana Chrysler. And, Dana, welcome to the show. Welcome to Answers for Elders Radio. Thank you. I, I'm so excited to be here. Well, Dana, I'm excited you're here because... Not too often I get to share my my world, you know, of where I am with people. Of, you're part of my roots and part of my childhood. And we grew up together and had so many similar experiences. And I know that you and I were both very involved in the music um, area. You were more in a band, though, weren't you? I think more yeah. so. And yeah. I was I was the choir girl. And uh, but we did a lot of things. I know that we're kind of in the fringes together and and certainly um, our lives have gone in different directions. And 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 it's interesting um, because now you're, you're here on the show and and we've been friends for a while on Facebook. And I have to tell our listeners why Dana is here, because I got very, 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 very excited when she made a comment about people over the age of. 50 or you know they they have a tendency to stay away from the camera and you've become this incredible portrait photographer and I am telling you I'm so blown away by your work and um and we're we're going to talk a little bit about something very different that we haven't talked about and that is photography it's going to be about being your authentic self in front of a camera and as hard as that is for a lot of people um some of us are um you know, sometimes get challenged by it or a little bit, diff- you know, um, concerned. And so obviously, um, uh, Dana, uh, welcome to the show, as I've been thank rambling you. on. <laughs> so no, Thank you. So tell us a little bit about you and where you've been with your life since high school in a, in a nutshell and <laughs> how you started this whole world of being a photographer.
2: Well, it would be a really long story because, uh, you know, I'm getting up there in years, but Um, I realized that probably more in my later years that I am really a communicator. That's, that's what I have always loved. Even going back to grade school, I loved writing. Uh, Later in life, I had a graphic design business and I kind of came to photography later in life. um, Mm -hmm. And I came to it honestly because of the health crisis that happened when I was 52. And so I was diagnosed with breast cancer and it really came out of left field. I I had a job that I loved. I'd been there 10 years. I had no, you know, inkling about changing up my life at all. But when I got that diagnosis, um, really my whole paradigm changed and that's really what led me into photography. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. And, and it's interesting
1: I started Answers for Elders when I was fifty-two. Interesting. So it, yeah. again, we we yeah. started off in the same exact times of our lives, um, and moving forward. So that's kind of an interesting thing that you say mm-hmm. that. So what mm-hmm. drove you to photography? You said you started. What was you know why? I, uh, I know you got the diagnosis, but tell me what was the pull of photography?
2: Well. Before I get there, I just want to share one little anecdote because it has to do with um, really what motivates me and kind of what drives my mission. And that is um, when I got diagnosed, I went through about a year's worth of treatment. I had two surgeries, four chemo treatments at Swedish in Seattle, and seven and a half weeks of radiation, and then on five years of adjuvant treatment afterwards. Uh But when I went in for my first chemo treatment, I really you know, I was nervous. They give you steroids sure. before you have it and other medications to make sure your body can deal with it. And I was getting ready to sit down for the treatment and I still remember this moment like it was frozen in time. I I said to God, Okay, I don't wanna do this, but I'm going to do this because I want to know my grandchildren. I want to live, I want to know my grandchildren. Yeah. And honestly, you've got to understand at that point in time, my daughter was a senior in high school. I only yeah. have one child and um, she didn't really date, didn't have a boyfriend. So I was really dreaming about the future when I said that to God. Mm-hmm. Um, but since that, since that time, it's been 13 years. I survived You my have treatment.
1: beautiful grandchildren now.
2: Thank you. I do. And they have ended up being my, my muses. And I, realized really, you know, after I survived the treatment and went Mm. through the whole experience that it really was impressed upon me that we're all going to leave a legacy. And I started thinking about, well, what's my legacy going to be? I started wanting to be more purposeful in my interactions with people. I started wanting to have Mm. connections and relationships and all the things that, you know, that you do when you realize life is, I could not, I might not be here next year. I need to think about how I'm really living my life. Um, So I started a blog, Suzanne, way back then to keep my family and friends apprised of what was happening and I called it running the race. And several of the blog posts I made, to be honest with you, right before this interview, I was going back and reading some of the things I had written, I had forgotten about them. So I'm so glad that I recorded them, but, one of the things that I wrote was um, about a, a little story that I had learned about George Burns and Gracie Allen. Do you, do you remember them? They're a little bit of before Of course ours. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would. So they're a little bit before our time, but we remember them. So I read this story that um, when Gracie Allen passed away, that George was going to her personal effects, and he came across a letter that she had written in the envelope in, in a desk drawer addressed to george and he opened it and it said dear george never place a period where god has placed a comma and that resonated so much with me
1: wow. because
2: when i was first diagnosed i i thought of it as a period i really did i i thought i don't know if i'm going to survive this i don't know if i'm going to be here next year and i i started changing the way i was thinking i thought this this is going to be a comma in my life and not a period. And overall, this if I had to sum it all up, the one thing I realized was that I wanted to live while I was alive. And I hadn't really been treating life as if I wanted to live while I was alive. In other words, I was kind of treating it like it was a dress rehearsal. There were things I wanted to do, places I wanted to go, and I just kind of didn't do them for You know, I I was afraid to fly, so I hadn't flown in 20 years. And uh, after I went through cancer, I thought, life is for a living. If I want to go somewhere, I'm getting on a plane, and I'm going. You know, Dana, you
1: say these things, and there's so many parallels to a lot of what I went through at the same time in my life. And and it's Mm -hmm. like all of a sudden I was, I remember schlepping yellow pages, you know, and and not Mm -hmm. feeling, I mean, it was a good job but it was not feeding my soul. And I think Mm -hmm. one of the things that I think when you and I both kind of found our purpose um, later in life and, Mm -hmm. and certainly it's, it's interesting. It's like, it's never too late to start something in your life and it's never too late to start having these conversations with your heart and say, is this where I'm going with my life? And, and, you know, what, what is my legacy? I mean, you made that statement and I'm going like, yes, it's so true. And I think that's probably why I'm so passionate about being out there so much and doing so much because I don't want to live my life as somebody that just existed. You know, I mm-hmm. and I think you kind of feel the same way. It's mm-hmm. like there's something out there that is a higher purpose. And you've certainly been able to found, find it not only and do these amazing amazing portraits that you do, but you bring out the beauty in people. And I think that's the thing that is so important of, of you know, the camera is an amazing thing, but it's also the perspective of what you have mm-hmm. um, with people. So mm-hmm. you obviously um, have been now in this in this world. What are you finding with people that are in like our age group and wanting to be photographed? What What is the typical response?
2: Well, um, I think I'm a good example of the typical response because I decided to do a portrait shoot for myself or have someone photograph me
0: mm-hmm. at the end
2: of 2019. And I did it partly because I wanted to be able to empathize and relate to what my clients go through. Mm-hmm. And so I had the feelings of, oh, I need to lose weight first or, oh, I can't spend money on me. That's too much money to spend Spend on myself, you know, um, or what should I wear? I don't know what I'm going to wear. Um, I was worried about: am I too overweight? Am I too wrinkly? <laughs> you know, um, my jowls. You know, all the things that women our age think about.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. so, my gray yeah. hair. My, yeah, I, you know, I don't have this right. That, you know, or I, I, I yeah. hear you. And, I hear and you. <laughs>
2: I'm a photographer and I know all the reasons why people should take yeah. photos and yeah. I still had a hard time doing it for myself, but I got to tell you, there came a point I wrestled with it for a couple of years actually. And I finally did it. And I cannot tell you how happy I am that I did it. I felt, this sounds kind of strange, but I felt a little more empowered after I did it. I, Absolutely. I, I really did. And honestly, what drove me to do it besides wanting to relate to my clients is that, I wanted to leave something behind for my daughter and her children. I wanted them to have something where they can go, oh, that's my grandma Dana in her 60s. Mm -hmm. I wanted Mm -hmm. them to have that. And Mm -hmm. I've become so much more aware of um, how fleeting life is. You know, you and I have more life behind us than ahead of us at this point. Mm -hmm. And we know how fast it goes. And when I talk about legacy, I'm thinking about, you know, leaving something for the people who come after us. It's hard right. to make ourselves get in front of the camera.
1: And we are going to talk about that this hour.
2: But in the meantime,
1: Dana, how do people reach you? Because you do a free consultation for families. And tell us
2: a little bit about how we reach you. Um, I have a website. It's a little bit long, but I know that you'll link to it also. It's BellaVitaCreative.net. So Bella vita D-I-T-A, creative. .net. And Bellavita means beautiful life. And yes. yes. So, everyone,
1: we're going to talk about photography. And I know this is a really new um, topic for Answers for Elders Radio. And Dana's going to be with us for the hour. And we're going to learn all different types of aspects of being there and leaving a legacy for your family members right after this. We at Answers for Elders thank you for listening. Did you know that you can discover hundreds of podcasts in our library on senior care? So visit our website and discover our decision guides that will help you also navigate decision making. Find us at answersforelders.com. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed.